Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. And today we're going to be talking about the three consecutive losses we've had over the last three games for the Cincinnati Bengals. Quick little recap. They got blown out in Baltimore, lost a close one in Indy, and then blew a late-time lead against the Cleveland Browns. Nick, what are your knee-jerk reactions to the three-game loss? Uh, As a team, we've played horrible. There are bright spots, though. There are a lot of bright spots. Uh, We're going to kind of quickly go over the three games. I know these games have been talked about, and we're a little bit late. I was traveling uh, like Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) That sounded a lot funnier in my head when I thought that out like a week ago. But... uh, (laughs) um, Shouldn't yeah. be traveling with in a pandemic, Eric. I really shouldn't. If you're gonna have to cut that out. It's gonna make me look really bad. No, no, we're you leave that in. Oh, I'll leave it in. So we got uh, whooped by the Baltimore, Baltimore Ravens. I was fortunate enough to miss this game because I couldn't get the game. I was in Little Rock, Arkansas, and completely missed the game. Didn't watch any of it. Only saw a recap. They did not look too good. Uh, you didn't miss much. It was it was a slaughter. It was about what I think we expected. We I was we weren't expected to win. And our rookie quarterbacks always struggle with uh, playing the Baltimore Ravens because their defense is just so good. I will say the one thing that I got wrong was I thought Lamar Jackson was going to run all over us, but that didn't happen. He had three yards. Yeah, I mean, it didn't have to happen. They didn't They didn't really need him to do much. Oh, yeah. Just a couple passes here, a lot of running the ball. They, they um, manhandled us. They did. And then on to the Colts where they had a comfortable 21 nothing lead and then blew it. <laughs> yeah, that just – that. Just shouldn't happen. That's that's all in the coaches. There's there's no way around that. I think I think I saw some statistics somewhere where they're one of the only few teams to blow a twenty one nothing lead in the first quarter. So that's that's very good to be a part of that. Yeah, and that's I mean, after that game, that's where a lot of the complaints started coming up from players. That's just yeah. There's a horrible horrible defense. We'll get into that. Day. But uh and then going on to Cleveland where uh Scoring a touchdown with a minute left and giving your opponent no timeouts, they still somehow found a way to lose the game. Yeah, within, yeah, that's just seems seems so. You can never be safe with the Bengals at the end of the game. I think the the playoff teams were really good at preventing scores overall. There were a couple of blown leads here and there, but those playoff years they were pretty good at protecting the leads. That's why they won a lot of those games. But I mean, this just shows just how bad they are. I don't know what team should be allowed to give up 75 yards over less than, you know, they scored, I think, with like 20 seconds left on the clock. I was expecting them to, you know, hit a field goal. I'm like, at the worst, this is going to overtime. I wasn't expecting them to just blow it outright. So I think the biggest glaring issue that I can see is the defensive struggle. Nick? Yeah, uh, defense has just, just been terrible. What do you, what do you um, think is the – like the biggest issue because i think we're gonna disagree on what i think is the biggest issue what you think is the biggest issue i think the biggest issue is the scheme um so we've been running this kind of hybrid three four um uh, that's what the the coaches were calling it but we we still run a lot of four three sets Mm -hmm. um it, it just isn't working we're not getting any pressure we barely call up any blitzes um we just don't play aggressively on the defensive side of the ball it's very reactionary waiting to see what what we're given instead of attacking Mm -hmm. so i'm going to agree with you mostly i however think the biggest issue with the defense is tackling and this is something that i think the 2018 team struggled with a lot and that's where like we started to see how bad this defense really was 
uh, they cannot tackle for shit. It like every every time there's a running back play, they're gonna get an extra five or so yards because they can't wrap up and bring them down on the first try. Only in times where like like running backs are running east west, do you really see like a a, a pure executed tackle. But other than that, they just I think yeah I agree. Scheme is super important. That's like a very close second. I think just the, how terrible they are tackling is a big factor as why they're giving up so much yardage both on the run and through the pass. Yeah, I think I think the big problem here is uh, running backs are getting past the defensive line. Um, so you you expect your defensive line to wrap up mm-hmm. majority of the time. You expect your linebackers to wrap up most of the time. But then once you get ba- back into the secondary, those guys typically miss more tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's where most of these running pay, plays are going. That's why if you look at our um, stat sheets, you'll see all the you know secondary are at the top of the tackle tackle stats, mm-hmm. and uh, that just indicates they're they're getting that deep. Yeah, and and there is complaints from the two veterans, Atkins and Dunlap, who Dunlap is now gone, which is very sad. Wasn't expecting that to happen. Breaking uh, news: He got traded. Breaking news: He got traded. Which is what he wanted. Yeah, he got to a good team though. He should play well in Seattle. Yeah, I mean he has playoff hopes there. That's it, that that trade was the only the third midseason trade I think an organization has ever had. Yeah, I think I saw it was only the second since like '94 or something. The other one was pa- like Palmer. The 80s, yeah, Palmer was the other big one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you could tell that that the guys are getting frustrated. Yeah, we can't seem I to mean, tackle for squat. Um, for someone like like Dunlap to to tweet on the sidelines that he's selling his house, um, he just you know we've never seen him complain like that. Oh, he's like the most optimistic, positive guy I think on the field, and so for him to do that is like excruciatingly weird. And we're gonna talk more about the coaching struggles in a little bit, but in terms of like pure defense, yes, I think scheme's the biggest problem, and I kind of want to reference um, the last week's game. Uh, Cardinals versus the Seahawks. And what the Cardinals did a lot was something that we've talked about a lot for years, how the old Bengals defenses on third down, everybody would line up on the line of scrimmage with one deep safety, and then you wouldn't exactly know where the blitz was coming from. And when they did that, there were times where uh, they were able to get sacks and pressure on the quarterback because they were expecting the blitz to come one way and it came from another. And that kind of goes back to your scheme aspect of them not being able to create pressure. Part of that is execution from your players, just beating the guys one-on-one. Part of it, too, is like your design. If you can think the offensive line is going to block X, Y, and Z, but then you send W on the blitz, you know you might end up with a positive result. Yeah, so one of the problems we have here is we have no um, interior line pressure. Um, Gino has still been limited in snaps. I think he only played like 28 snaps last game. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one else can get any pressure on the and, inside. And although DJ Reader was a run stopper, he's he's gone for the year, I think presumed. Um, so that's another hit to the D yeah. line. So you're you're not getting any pressure in the middle. Um, we're relying on these guys one on one, and it's really hard to to call those all out blitzes when we have corners that can't go man. And they've all struggled with that, um, besides um, William Jackson. Um, and, th- and then our linebackers have, I think all of them have been really bad in the past. I thought there were some plays by the uh, rookies, Gaither, uh, Davis Gaither and Logan Wilson that played uh, okay. But I think 
Josh Bynes, he looks terrible. He looks better in the run run game, but in pass coverage, he don't look too good. Oh, he's missed quite a bit of tackles too, though. Yeah, Josh and I, Bynes and and Pratt have missed a lot of tackles. I'm starting to lose faith in Pratt. I thought he started to look good towards the end of last year, but he hasn't looked good at all this year. Yeah, we're just we're struggling in that that position a lot. Um, we only got two. Of them. There's a lot of there's a lot of young players, you know, in the linebacker corps. So it's going to take a while till they evolve. Yeah, and I think there's some problems with those two rookies, but that's one of those wait and see kind of things. And they're gonna they're gonna have their rookie struggles and everything. Um, secondary, but I, yeah, secondary is a huge problem. Um, we can't trust anybody on in, in the corners outside of William Jackson. And he he may want out too. He's he's in a contract here. He may end up walking. Yeah, I've heard rumors that he he uh, he's unhappy. Um, he, but, but I imagine a lot of people people on the team are unhappy, and they should be. Yeah, they've won three games over two years. Um, so we've talked about you and I, uh, Darius Phillips, and I thought he was playing okay. You thought he was playing uh, pretty poorly. But he did come up with the interception early in the first half, and he got smoked on the on the towards the end of the game. Basically, he 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 just couldn't cover much. Yeah, no. Well, he, yeah, part, he got of, beat part of that too is scheme too. Is that he had no he had no help on those last two plays. Oh, uh, that's yeah. I mean that happens. I mean we finally tried to blitz. You know. Yeah, they wait um, till the end of the game. You got one on one coverage, and he just. He he's not good in one on one coverage. Which, right by now. the way, speaking of that blitz, the, if you rewatch the film on that first play that they ran, they sent a corner blitz. Mackenzie Alexander came, and he actually like got pressure, and he was able to like get his hands on Baker Mayfield, but he couldn't wrap up and make the tackle. Hence, going back to tackling. If they have no timeouts, and they make that sack. They probably don't have a chance to score that touchdown off of you know anything less than a hail mary. Yeah, but. You, I mean, you always crap on Baker Mayfield, but he had a great game. He did. I don't like Baker Mayfield for a lot of reasons. So, uh, yeah, he had a great game. He he only I mean, had, like, he, one incompletion after his first, like, he missed the first five and then went, you know, like 18 for 19 or something ridiculous. Yeah, and one of that was, what, spiking so the ball? A spike ball or something. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. So that's again just unacceptable. The dude just destroyed us. Yeah, and I don't. They play so much zone coverage, and the one thing I don't like zone coverage at all because the idea behind zone coverage is that you are supposed to get your as your defender. You're supposed to get into your spot and kind of wait to the for the play to happen. You know that's what you're supposed to do uh, because the wide receivers are supposed to run their routes and then you move to them after they make their cut or whatever. But they're just because of that, and if you don't get no pressure, which they haven't been able to do. Uh, the wide receivers just sit there in open space, and then when they catch the ball, they're not, you know, surrounded by anybody. They can just go off and, you know, since we can't tackle either, make a cut, and they get extra yardage. Yeah, well, I think we have a lot of problems. If you looked at that last drive, that was all man, basically. Yeah. And we just couldn't defend that either. Um, that touchdown was man coverage mm-hmm. um, at the very end. Man blitzes too. They were sending a lot of players on blitzes and leaving one on one with no safety help on the uh, for the defensive backs. Yeah, so it's just it's difficult with the the players we have to run a lot of man, but it's it just something's got to give. We've got to make a change there. I, I I think they could they could get away with not being as bad as they are in man coverage if they were like you said better scheme better tackling 
um, better execution of plays, I think they could be better. They'll probably still give up 20 points, but like, you know, at least they're not giving up 75 yards in less than, you know, 40 seconds. I think it's going to be really hard if we don't improve the line because we, we lost Carlos Dunlap. Um, I think hurt. Hubbard's hurt and Lawson's really the only one playing well right now. Yeah, Lawson continually. I watched a lot of replay of the last couple of games and yeah, he's the only one getting pressure consistently. Yeah, everyone else is struggling a lot and the interior line is, I think is playing horribly. It'd be nice that to, for Gino to start getting more, more play time. Right. And he's coming back from an injury, so he's going to be slow to get acclimated. Kind of like AJ Green. He took a while to get going. Does that cover defense? Do you have anything else you want to cover on defense? Uh, I, I just think there's not much hope for this year. I think um, defensive coordinator is is should be in the hot seat after the past few weeks. Um, I don't know he just how he's hasn't fired already. Yeah, he just hasn't shown that he's he's capable with, with what we have right now. Um, um, and I think you know the, the, all the all these players getting frustrated. Um, really shows to that. Um, I mean, Dunlap got into a fight with one of the coaches on the sideline at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do want to make a comment on the defense uh, before we transition to anything else. If you look at, like I said, when we talked about this super early on when we drafted Burrow, it's going to be super easy to compare this 2020 season to 2011 for a lot of different reasons. Um, But one thing I looked up was number of points given up per game. Uh, that 2011 squad was giving up about 20 a game. Uh, we're giving up currently about 27, 28. Had we been playing with a better defense, if we used those numbers, um, you could argue that they would be, you know, a winning team at this point in time. You know, there's a lot of factors that go on to that, and there's changes, whatever. Uh, but the bare basis is they're scoring pretty decently, but they're giving up way more points than they ought to. And uh, I think that that passes the eye test. Um Every week we've gotten better on the offense, I think. Minus the one hiccup in Baltimore, but we're going to let that slide. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about some of the offensive struggles. Uh, There's not too, too much to say about Joe Burrow because he's still performing very well, still making clutch throws. He's hanging in there. He's doing good overall. Um, I think some minor tweaks holding on to the ball too long. Yeah. I think his bigness, biggest problem right now is the the deep ball. He can't he can't hit a consistent deep ball. The deep ball is still an issue. He's great. Anything I think he's got I think the best in the NFL, ten to twenty yards down on throws downfield. That's great. That's all fine and dandy. I'm sure he's great in the short game too. I don't have statistics on that, but yes, the deep ball is where he's really struggled. And I think part of it's play design. I'm sure some of it's execution, but they just they just I don't feel like they run as many streaks. And just send uh, wide receivers on straight routes like they used to. I disagree. I feel like that's primarily where we try to hit these deep balls. Um, you send Green streaking down the sideline, and um, Burroughs missed him a few times on yeah, those. Yeah, I guess. Um, I well, think the the best way for us to to get Burrow going on these deep routes, I think, is just to to run more crossing routes. Mm-hmm. Which hasn't been a strength of the Bengals for a while. But, yeah, I think overall, I think Burroughs played pretty good. He don't look like a rookie. So, that looks good. I think where they I, I disagree with that. I think he does look like a rookie. I don't know what rookie puts up 400 yards passing. It's easy. You, you throw 47 times a game. Yeah, like 47 is a lot. But that's kind of the other issue, though, isn't it? Is that 
he has to throw the ball 40-something times a game because they can't run the ball. Yeah, well, I don't know what what's really wrong there. Um, it, you know, all the stats say that our, our offensive line is better at the run than the pass. That's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're still struggling so much on the run. I feel like it's we just give up too early on it. That, yeah, well, that's part of it is play calling. I know in the – I think in the Colts game, they, like – only ran like a handful of run plays in the second half which is ridiculous given how running the ball not only like produce typically produces good yardage uh it's not a like you know you either get incompletion or completion you're most likely going to get some yardage and if you don't you at least chew clock yeah i think i think we just have a problem um disguising our runs it seems like our linemen are doing a lot better um, every week at getting off their blocks, but I do I do feel like when they when they call a run play, I can see it coming. Like I can just like look and they line up. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a run play. Yeah, I, th- I think we've done a little better at you know throwing in some more um, plays where we get our running backs out, you know, into the open field. I I will say the last I've been uh more pleased with the play calling the last three or four games uh first three days looked very generic and boring but there's some razzle dazzle in the last couple games and i appreciate that because that opens up a lot more things but uh yeah we had a flea flicker and uh you know passing around uh there was a end around there is that yeah the flea flicker there was a like a traditional flea flicker from the running back to quarterback there was the flea flicker to boyd where he threw a pass um some end around stuff, some nice disguise. I thought the play play design was a lot better uh, more recently than before, but they just they just still struggle running the ball overall. I mean, I think the yeah. line's fine. I don't know what it is. I think it's just they're not doing it enough. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be fine going forward. I mean, we have a lot of injuries still on the line. Uh, Trey Hopkins might be out. We'll see. I, mean, I, don't, I didn't know how long he was going to be out. Yeah, he's under concussion protocol, so. Well, that went great with Cordy Glenn last year, so he'll probably be out for the entire year with a concussion. And, I mean, who do who do we slot in there, you know? Billy Price? I think Billy Price, I'm sure that new guy's going to probably see some playing time. Uh, I don't. He might not be cleared by the, um, mm-hmm. Sunday. Probably down the line, though. We'll probably see him suit up. Yeah, hopefully he could bring some freshness here. You yeah. should definitely be ahead of Billy Price on the depth chart. I heard we were looking to trade him, and I'm like, who the hell is going to want Billy Price? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're just trying to unload who they can. Uh, but, yeah, I don't see Billy Price catching much attention. No. Uh, and then Jonah Williams is hurt, and he has a neck issue. I don't know how long he's going to be out. Yep. Uh, Xavier, I heard they're reevaluating him. He may be coming back this week. That's good. Yeah, definitely good. The one offensive lineman they brought in free agency, and he got hurt the first game. I mean, he's been the best lineman so far, so but that's that's a small sample size. It, w- it would be nice to see him back. But I feel like once we can get everybody healthy, we'd have a pretty decent line. They've all been playing a lot better recently. Well, people keep saying that, like, oh, once Joe Burrow gets a better line, he's going to be playing a whole lot better. I'm like, he's playing good now. Why are people complaining? Yeah, I, I – they played a lot better. He's get, we're calling a lot of plays that get the ball out of his hands quicker too, so that helps. Mm-hmm. The run game uh, struggled still last week too. So really, we got to get we we get, we just got to get more consistent on uh, you know spreading the ball around 
and they need to not give up on it. I, I do like, like I said earlier, just some of these, um, they, they're not necessarily runs, but we pass the ball out to the running back, you know, out in, in space. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it functions the same as a running play. Yeah, it, it helps us get away from um, the struggles that we have when we run it up the middle. It would be, it would be nice to see some more screen plays, um, either running back screen or a tight end screen, uh, maybe a wide receiver screen here and there just to kind of mix things up. Um, in terms of play calling, I think it's okay. I've seen stuff I liked, but overall, it's just okay. Yeah, I think we've gotten more aggressive. Um, we're trying different things. But, uh, I mean, I still agree with you that we're not calling enough run plays. You know, I think if you were to look back some of the offensive coordinators we've had in the past, going back, um, Jay Gruden, Hugh Jackson, Sam Peasy, and Bill Lazor, it's kind of like you, you can see you know, what they were trying to do throughout the game. But just now it's like I'm not entirely sure what their goal is. I, I think Zach Taylor was quoted one time as saying, like, every play is like a setup for something, but there doesn't seem to be a payoff. Like, it's just like a like a stand-up comedian who keeps telling the story of it, but there's no punchline. So this episode ended up running a little bit long, so we cut it into two separate episodes. Come back later when we post part B. Thank you very much, and you guys have a good rest of your day.